1: Hello and welcome along to the vast Best Best basketball show on Rotobiz Radio. My name is Colin Kelly. You can follow me on Twitter at over to I'm delighted to be joined by my co-host here for the series. It is Zach Kruger. You can follow on Twitter at ZK underscore FFB, just the initials for ZK for Zach Kruger, and then FFB of course for Fantasy Football. So we're uh, we're getting ready to dive in here to some exciting content. Uh, it is the first in the series. We'll be running through pretty much uh, everything that you need for your best ball season. If you're new to best ball, this show is the perfect place to start today. We'll be doing best ball 101. We'll be going through some of the basics of best ball. What is it? The platforms you can play on and why, of course, we love it. So there's lots and lots of stuff to go through. Zach, as we we dive into the series here, we're going to let the listeners know we're going to be running it for basically two shows a week, each Saturday and Monday. Throughout uh, the next month or two, at least, we're hoping to hit you with between kind of 14 15 of these shows to get you set up for success in 2021 in basketball. For any of the Overtime podcast listeners, you'll know myself and Sean, big dynasty, or big dynasty enthusiasts, but big, big basketball enthusiasts, uh, and, and we like to talk through some of the tools. So we'll be covering those tools and much, much more to get you ready for this season. If you're a long-time basketball player, still going to be uh, lots of stuff in here to set you up for success. So, Zach, as we get ready to get into it, uh, excited for the series?
2: Yeah, no, I can't wait. I've been, you know, always, always uh, listening to Rotoviz podcast over the last couple of years. Especially now that I guess I'm a company man as of last June, I always try to check out the uh, the Rotoviz podcast between yourself, Sean, uh, Dave, Cabe and Matt Friedman. Now Dave and Curtis Patrick. So uh, being able to kind of put my stamp on a Rotoviz podcast and to have you along my side to do it, I'm definitely looking forward to it. So I appreciate the uh, the opportunity. Hope we can get some good actionable content out here and have some fun along the way.
1: Yeah, definitely. And uh, I think you're being a a little bit, uh, you know, you don't want to be too cocky in yourself, I suppose, uh, crushing it this year in terms of the uh, best ball content. So no better man to get on the series. I guess we'll start with the uh, obvious question at the start is, uh, you know, what is best ball? Um, We all know Redraft, we know Dynasty. And it's amazing, and I, I mentioned this to Sean in one of our recent podcasts, sometimes we talk about these things as if everybody knows what they are uh, we're just so used to it. we're in that bubble but um, for anyone that hasn't played best ball I know even one of my uh, home leagues we were talking about having a best ball league this year and a lot of them weren't too familiar with what the process was so if you want to give a little background into it uh, Zach in terms of like where does it differ uh, from some of the more well-known formats?
2: Yeah, so um, I'm kind of like you. I have a lot of friends who definitely don't know what it is either. I think we definitely kind of exist in this uh, Twitter bubble where Best Balls just (laughs) talked about all the time so it's very easy to uh, assume that everybody knows what it is but whenever someone does ask me if they don't know i always kind of start off with just letting in that best ball format is essentially a draft and forget format you go into your draft um, whether it's 18 20 28 rounds depending on the format you select your team and then that's it you don't have to worry about setting your roster the system is set to do that for you which we'll talk about a little bit later and then there's also no ads drops or trades throughout the season so uh that sounds intimidating to some no one likes to lose a player and then realize in the back of their mind that they can't replace them but it's just a format where you draft and forget you don't have to worry about any responsibilities after that and you can just kind of log in periodically check to see how your teams are doing and track them throughout the season um but yeah that that's kind of how i start when i begin to explain it to people
1: yeah i think that's pretty pretty close uh, uh you know when we we like to break these things down. I, I know this from being in Ireland and trying to break down American football for Irish people trying to get into the game. Breaking it down to the simplest uh, explanation is the best way to go and that is pretty much what it is. Set set that roster you know with your drafting process and then pretty much it sets your best lineup on a weekly basis. Um, anything else you think just breaking it down off the bat that uh, people who aren't familiar with the process uh, should jump into?
2: Uh, I guess really quickly, if we just kind of want to give a rough idea of how we would break it down, we can just kind of reference something, um, say underdog because they have a little less positions to fill. There, You know, you get one quarterback, two running backs, three receivers, a tight end, and then a flex spot. So over the course of your draft, you're going to draft enough players to essentially feel the fill feel those positions, and then what will happen is the scoring will essentially optimize your lineup for that, which is why I say you don't have to worry about setting your lineup. If you have Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, and Baker Mayfield, which – ideally do not draft them like that. But if you do, Um, And say Baker Mayfield outperforms the other two quarterbacks that week. Baker Mayfield will automatically be your starter for that week over Lamar and Patrick Mahomes. So the goal of best ball scoring is to give you the best lineup possible. And then the same happens with your running backs and your wide receivers. You're always going to get the highest performing players at their positions um, based on whoever you have on your team. They will automatically fill in. Uh, I think that's kind of important to, to explain. That's probably how I explain it next after I tell my friends that it's a draft and forget league.
1: And, of course, people will be tuning in uh, wondering, you know, why should they play basketball? Uh, Look... If you're listening to Rotoviz podcast, we've been talking about them for years in terms of the the way that it can help set you up for those season long leagues ADP before it. And I know something that you'll probably mention later in the show is talking about you know before the draft and the value of these players who you can draft as rookies prior to uh, the actual NFL draft and how much kind of value you can gain from those. And we see it kind of year in year out. But being able to get in there, see the players, see the ADP, see how people are drafting, and when we look at a lot of these ball leagues, like it's not just your typical mock draft. You know, a lot of people when they get into fantasy leagues will want to do mock drafts, but there's no uh, money on the line, I guess. There's no skin in the game. And what people tend to do in those is they'll put their team in there. Maybe somebody's picking from spot nine and they just randomly throw some player in there and nixing the whole drafts out of whack. So when we're playing at places like the FFPC, for example, uh, at Underdog, there is money in in the game so people are drafting and it's serious drafting that they're trying to to get those best teams to win that at the end of the season so that also leads to very high quality adp when we look at you know maybe one draft the adp could be out of sorts but if we're looking at you know a thousand two thousand drafts you start to see a real uh, format of where these players are actually going so it's really interesting to see the trends develop from the early off season all the way through to you know, pretty much uh, kick off for NFL week one so that's one of the reasons I particularly love playing it what's the most uh, attractive things for yourself Zach in terms of uh, you know the love I guess of uh, best
2: yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that, uh, that you can really enjoy with best ball. Uh, I think the one thing that I enjoy the most is really just the ability to draft at a high volume. Um, and part of that is because of the convenience. Part of it is just because depending on what platform you're playing on, there's relatively affordable uh, options for drafts. Uh, we'll get into it a little bit later on, but even something like Underdog Fantasy, uh, you can go on there, you can start a draft for as little as $3. You can get a 12-team draft going with your friends or even people on Twitter, whoever it may be. You can get a draft going for as little as $3. And then, like you said, it's a good way to get a gauge for player ADP. In addition to that, it's also kind of a better way to prepare, even for your your drafts later on. Down the down the line, where maybe you have a little bit more money invested, now you've kind of been in that draft room. You've been in those lobbies. You've seen something unfold, and you're you're now familiar with how players may may be moving when it comes time for perhaps a little bit higher stakes league or that you know that home league where you're trying to at the very least walk away with your pride, if not if not a, a nice prize pool. So the uh, the best ball drafts is a good way to kind of get get a gauge for that as well and then the other thing i really love about it is just how early the lobbies begin to open on some of these websites you can begin drafts prior to free agency prior to the nfl draft and that kind of gives you a chance to gain an edge on the field based on how you think players um or i guess i should say based on how you think where you think players may go during these processes before they actually unfold um i can tell you somewhat embarrassingly that one player who I was very high on before free agency was AJ Dillon I thought he was going to be Perhaps a lead back in Green Bay and that did not go how we had wanted it to. So I have like third and fourth round draft capital invested in AJ Dillon that has since like, you know, completely fallen back to like the eighth, ninth rounds, I believe, right now. And that that's a bad prediction, obviously, but but there's other predictions that you can make where if those players do end up going to other teams or if a situation unfolds for them, now you get them at a value. We saw that last year with Clyde Edwards E. Lair who climbed uh, the ranks of all rookie running backs last year pre-draft ADP compared to post-draft ADP, where he went from being basically the fifth running back off the board to the first. Um, so there's definitely a lot of ways you can you can get value on players in the, in the best ball lobbies, and it, I think it gives you a significant edge uh, if you have enough things go right.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
1: So when we continue to look into it you mentioned about having some of the edge you know when it gets to it I think that's a big part of it too and people I don't really think think of it this way so when you're playing best ball, like some people might play one league some people might start off they might get into 10 leagues the one thing about it is the more leagues you get into the more you want to draft uh, but the one thing I'll say I suppose you know anytime we're talking about drafting or putting money in it's always as well about your bankroll. So if you are planning between now and September, uh, whatever week one date is, I would be saying like, plan that out. Are you going to do two drafts this month, four drafts next month, four drafts the month after? Are you going to do 10 drafts a month? Are you going to do one draft a month? Always think as well that way from the bankroll perspective. But one thing that is very much fun is when you get into playing in more leagues you know you can draft at higher volume without having to think about having to set those lineups like i love dynasty but one of the things that i Uh, dislike the most is you know those waiver wire runs and those setting of the lineups you know on a Friday Saturday trying to get everything set up Uh, you know if there's Thursday night football making those decisions and diving in with best ball those decisions don't have to be made you make your draft some of them will like we'll talk about in a moment have options for waiver wires most of them are just going to be a case of you draft those players and those are the players that you roll with throughout the season so I think that the big part of it is especially if you're playing in higher volume and you'll hear when you're listening to guys like Sean uh, talk on the podcast that the ADP becomes so familiar that when you're on the clock it's almost an automatic decision then when you're in those higher stake leagues or you're in the league you really want to win with your buddies you can make that call to say this is the player in this range or if you're picking in round seven and that you're between a couple of players you can be like this player is going to get possibly back to me In round eight, but you've done that kind of calculation multiple times throughout the draft process. And luckily for the listeners, we will be talking on one of the upcoming shows about the Rotoviz tools. And that's basically exactly what those tools will also do for you to make the process even more simplified. But I think drafting at high volume, giving you the insight to those ADPs and be able to. You know craft those uh, high-end league winning teams is, is key and that's something that we talk about regularly uh, across the different uh, road podcasts i guess when we look then there's a number of different platforms you can play on zach um we all probably have our favorites but uh, i'll let you give a, an overview of some of those uh, particular sites and some of the intricacies of those because a big thing people also forget when they're playing in their season-long leagues or playing in dynasty leagues is, you know, when we look at rankings, we look at ADP, it's very, very important to know exactly what those league settings are, how many rounds is in it, how many players you need to have drafted. You know, what is the scoring? Is it tight end premium? Is it standard? Do you need a kicker? Do you not need a kicker? Do you need a defense? What's going on? So I'll let you give a little bit of a breakdown for the listeners on, on some of the kind of larger sites in the industry.
2: Sure. So if we look at... Um three of the leagues that are three of the platforms that i we have laid out here for today uh you want to talk about knowing rules understanding the scoring and how it all works if you're drafting on my ffpc and you've never done that before you definitely want to make sure you're taking a look at the scoring before you get into anything at all uh most commonly you're going to have a 12 team league which is pretty standard for all these platforms uh they have one of the larger drafts they have 28 total rounds they have slow and live drafts that they offer uh, they do have drafts that, that start at $35, but if you're looking for something a little more low stakes that uh, is also fewer rounds, they do offer what they call slim. It's a $5 plus uh, entry fee, depending on how much you want to pay out for that. But you can start at $5 for that, um, and they also offer super flex formats. But the big thing with Titan Premium, for those not familiar, or I'm sorry, with FFPC, I think I just gave away what I'm going to say next. The big thing with <laughs> the big thing with FFPC is they have Titan Premium scoring, which is one and a half points per reception compared to the standard full P. PPR or just one-point poor reception that you'll find stretched across most of these leagues. This uh, this offers you a chance to get a significant edge at the tight end position, possibly even drafting one of those elite tight ends early. may have a little bit more value than it would in a normal full PPR league, which we'll get into a little bit later on in the show series. But when you get into the FFPC league, the standard roster for that league is going to be a qu- one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, one tight end, two flex, which is uh, pretty unique given given other platforms and they also have a kicker and a defense so there's a reason that they have 28 rounds it's because you're starting what's this five i apologize for counting five six eight i believe you're starting 10 players a week so that they have pretty big um rosters and they have lengthy drafts to to also uh kind of help fill those out now if you go down to the next platform that is also very popular is the Best Ball 10 format. These drafts, they have, again, slow and live drafts beginning at $5. Uh, Also, 12-team leagues. These are 20-round drafts with no kickers. Uh, And the weekly starting format for that is one quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, one tight end, one flex, and one defense with full PPR scoring. So comparing this to FFPC, you add additional wide receiver, you lose a flex spot, and there are no kickers. Uh, And again, this is full PPR. So whether it's a tight end, running back, or receiver, any reception had by a player is only going to yield one point instead of the one and a half tight end premium that you get on FFPC. And then the last one that we have, which has just really been – they've been up and coming in a big way, particularly this year. They started last season is Underdog Fantasy, which offers drafts of 3, 6, and 12 team leagues. These are 18-round drafts that can start for as little as $3. They do, again, have slow and live. This is half PPR scoring, so it's a little bit different than the other two that we previously mentioned. This is half PPR scoring across uh, all positions, and they also offer several best ball contests. Uh, throughout the year in more of a tournament fashion right now they're currently running the best ball mania two which offers top prize of one million and one dollar to the first place finisher and those are 25 dollars per team to get in on underdog fantasy they have one quarterback two running backs three wide receivers one tight end one flex they do not play with a defense or a kicker so it's strictly just the position players on underdog but those those are three of i think what i would consider the more commonly used platforms right now certainly some of the more popular ones and uh again you you really just want to if you haven't played on a certain platform before really brush up on the scoring know what you're getting yourself into know how many players you need to have to fill those positions on a weekly basis before you even begin drafting uh we'll get into roster construction more later on down the line but just having these. basics and understanding of what you're getting into will go a long way when it comes to going to your draft
1: yeah 100 and when we look at it too you know we talked about kind of uh when we're looking at bankroll you know ffpc you know, they do have the $5 plus slim leagues, but the, you know, a lot of the leagues will be $35 plus, whereas the likes of underdogs giving you that $3 plus, uh, you know, draft best ball 10s giving you $5 plus. So you're going to be able to do more volume on those, but depending on what format you like, and you've clicked on the three most popular and the, the, the types of scoring are vastly different in terms of one league, you're going to get 1.5 points for a tight end for each reception. Then if we go down to underdog, you're going to get 0.5 for each reception. So it's, it's very, very different across the board and um, so it's very important to, to do that and again like we'll talk about in some of the upcoming shows the tools that we have on RotoViz will help you uh, get the most out of those i think a tip i would give to anyone if you're getting into one of those sites and you're not 100% sure off the the scoring you haven't played in that format before start off with one of those uh, entry level leagues and it'll let you do a, a draft or two where you kind of can see what your roster's going to look like come the end of it and how that might fare before you start to to dive in uh, to those larger contests but again like you mentioned the Best Ball mania um you know 25 a shot at a million uh, kind of combines almost that dfs uh, kind of weekly big prize with the the season long of baseball, so uh, definitely worth checking that out I am a bit biased I I go to the FFPC they have uh, always been able to play in from Ireland Uh, not always possible with all the other uh, US sites based on the regulations on on uh, you know online sports betting and things like that and similar uh, laws that come in in terms of fantasy football uh, prize money I guess we'll call their prize pool so uh, I'm a little bit biased there but the other two sites both fantastic as well and um, you know I, I know how popular they are. I guess the way we'll uh, look to finish this off is you know why let's do a pitch why should uh, people who maybe are thinking about dipping those toes into basketball why should they make that jump what you know the one thing I'll say is when you make that jump, I don't think you're going to revert back. If you don't want to play best ball for the next you know, 10, 15 years, however long the format lasts, don't dip your toes in. I think once you dip your toes in, uh, you'll want to play in more and more. I think it's a lot of fun getting those drafts. I, I talk about this a lot. I think drafting is one of the most fun parts of the entire fantasy football season. So the more times you can draft, the more teams you can set up. And then a real bonus is when you come back at the end of the season and see that. Very little work had to go in other than drafting better than your league mates, uh, and you come back to that prize money. That's also a a really nice part of the, the equation. I know a lot of people who play, you know, dynasty they're using this to set up uh, for their redraft season or even people who play solely dfs but this is kind of their season-long kick where they don't have to set up those lineups so there is a lot of pros um i, I would recommend anyone thinking about dipping the toes into to take that full jump into the best ball ocean but uh what's your thoughts zach
2: i think you made a lot of really great points column as far as uh just all the conveniences that best ball offers for me i think that one thing that i think about sometimes is uh, how some people don't always enjoy the management aspect of fantasy football when it comes to managing their team in season. I know those start sit decisions can be absolutely brutal sometimes to make. So when it comes to best ball, obviously you cut those out, and it makes the whole management side of it just a little less of a bear. And then on top of that, the accessibility of these best ball formats these days, these best ball platforms is just is just tremendous. I mean, I know that you know we're we're used to drafting on a laptop or a computer these days. Depending on where you're drafting at, you really don't anything more than the phone in your hand you can draft from anywhere if you're you know sitting in the lobby waiting for an appointment or you know At work on a lunch break or maybe not on a lunch break drafting uh there's there's ways that you can kind of get into these drafts you can have some fun drafting uh teams you can do it with the best ball community on twitter if you're looking to do that it's just it's a fun easily accessible way to to have teams to have them at a high volume and if maybe the the league management thing isn't your favorite thing about fantasy it obviously cuts that out so so there are a lot of really great Great reasons to get in, and I agree with you. As for as long as the format's around, I think once you get in, you're probably not going to be backing out.
1: <laughs> I've seen you do it. I've seen others do it. I, I seen John daigle do it uh, a couple of days ago, where you know five dollar league. I'm jumping in. Who wants in? And then you can draft with some of your favorite analysts as well along the way so lots of uh, cool things involved with the uh, best ball and, and i guess the twitter community in general and um, when we're talking baseball, i think it'll be uh, wrong if we didn't mention uh, sean seagull's great work that he does each season in terms of the best ball workshop and um, that is always up on rotobiz.com i would highly recommend anyone that's either a seasoned best ball player or just getting into it to head on over and check some of those uh, check out some of the kind of strategies that heap involves and we'll be talking about some of them as we move forward in the series we'll be talking about 0rb of course we it'd be wrong if we didn't do that we'll be talking about uh, elite tight end as you hinted at earlier we'll be running through some of the tools on the road of his website we'll be covering pretty much everything you need from a baseball perspective to get you set up for success this season and, and beyond i guess when you want to become uh, a best ball player i think we've uh, really went, went through pretty well there in terms of a, a 101 for uh, anyone not familiar with the format but we will be going through as a and those other topics to get you ready so uh, if you are a seasoned vet thank you for sticking with us through this one if you're new to it i hope you've enjoyed it and i hope you're going to join us back in as the season rolls on here for the best best ball podcast we will be doing this saturday and monday twice a week now throughout uh, the the foreseeable future anyway so check back with those episodes as they drop on the rotoviz radio feed and as always, I want to finish the show by letting you know, as a RotoViz listener, as a loyal podcast listener, you can save yourself 10% off a one-year RotoViz subscription. All you have to do is add the discount code RVRadio2021 at checkout or by going to rotoviz.com forward slash podcast for additional information. Of course, you can drop us a five-star review on your favorite podcast app. We always appreciate those and that is going to wrap us up for the 101 episode of the Best Best Ball podcast. I want to thank my co-host here, Zach Kruger, who you can follow on Twitter at ZK underscore FFB. Of course, my name's Colum Kelly. You can follow me on Twitter at Overtime Ireland. And until we're back with the next episode in the series, of course, have a good one.